Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23 says this, Watch over your heart with all diligence, for from it flow the springs of life. In other words, everything begins in the heart. That is the seat of our reasoning. It's our thinker. It's the seat of our emotions. It's our feeler. It's the seat of our volition. It is our chooser. So the heart is our thinker, our feeler, our chooser. It is the inner person. What goes on inside of us spills out in in our attitudes and in our actions. Again, everything begins in the heart. What we see happening today out in society, out in common culture, all the tension, uh, all of the fighting and fussing is definitely the overflow from the heart. Attitude affects actions, and we see plenty of attitude and not good attitude, bad attitude out in, in the world. And nowhere, nowhere is it more obvious than in media and in social media. Wow, all the fighting and fussing. And you know what? It's not just the world. It is is Christ followers that are engaging in something that is less than Christ honoring. And, And you know, I hear things like, don't judge, don't judge. Well, that just displays a, a misunderstanding, a lack of understanding of what the Scriptures teach. Obviously, we're not called to judge as Jesus judges. We don't judge the motive. We can't judge the heart. We cannot pass condemnation on people. We do not judge in that way. But then there is a judging that is called for in the Scriptures. It's, it's called discerning. It's called being able to look and see the difference between what is right and what is wrong based not on opinion but on the Word of God. And so when we look around as Christ followers who love and respect the Scriptures and know what Christ teaches, we see things happening that is not right, that is not honoring to the Lord Jesus Christ. As Christ followers, we are called to engage outsiders with certain attitudes. The Word of God says in Colossians chapter 4, verses 5 and 6, this, Conduct yourselves with wisdom toward outsiders, making the most of of the opportunity. We are called to live, to conduct ourselves, to live a life that is a life uh, that is marked by wisdom. Wisdom is seeing things from God's perspective. We are to conduct our lives from God's perspective toward outsiders. Outsiders here means people that are outside of the faith, people that are uh, outside of the body of Christ, people that are non-believers, people that are far from God. We are called to engage them in a certain way, engage them with wisdom, engage them in a way that God would want us to engage them. And that is what we're looking at in these podcasts. How do we engage outsiders from God's perspective? Not not my opinion, because my opinion is just like everybody else's. We all have one. And they're not all necessarily right. And even my opinions are not necessarily right. But the Word of God is always right. Now, I'm looking at 
at eight attitudes, and it's just going to be a quick look. And I hope that it uh, piques your curiosity and that it encourages you to get into scriptures for yourself. But I'm looking at eight attitudes uh, from the Word of God that, that, that we should be displaying in engaging outsiders. And the first one comes right here from Colossians chapter 4. I've read verse 5. I'll read it again. It says, conduct yourselves with wisdom toward outsiders, making the most of the opportunity. Verse 6 says this, let your speech always be with grace as though seasoned with salt so that you'll know how to respond to each person. So the first attitude is an attitude of grace as it is seasoned with salt. Grace, grace is is unmerited, undeserved favor. It is bestowing favor upon someone. It's not something that that person has earned. They may have earned the opposite. They may have earned our anger and maybe even our hatred, God help us. But God says, let what you do be gracious. Uh, Show favor toward people. Do you, do I have an attitude of grace? Where does that grace come from? It comes directly from Almighty God. Let me tell you, if you're a Christ follower, you have been the recipient of God's grace, God's uh, particular grace. The entire universe uh, experiences God's common grace. God doesn't kill us. He doesn't wipe us out. He blesses us with with beautiful weather, with all kinds of things. That's common grace. But then there's particular grace, and that's the grace that brought us to salvation, the grace that brought us to forgiveness. Every Christ follower has experienced that grace, and because we've been given grace, we should give grace. That Our attitude should be one of grace, of, of not making them earn the right to be forgiven, earn the right to be treated respectfully, but rather out of the grace that's been given to us, we extend grace to others that they don't deserve. Second attitude is found in Philippians chapter 2. And Philippians chapter 2, verse, verse number 14 says says this and it and it is and it's such a powerful verse and such a powerful uh, call that God has given us do all things without grumbling or disputing no grumbling a no grumbling attitude the word there in the greek sounds just like our word murmuring it's like murmur 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 you know it's no complaining do all without that uh y- you know it would be easy to get in a grumbling attitude when you get on uh for example uh one of the social media outlets and and you see people that are on the opposite side of the political spectrum from you whether it's right or left and and you see them throwing out those uh, those bombs. Uh, they're, they're throwing out those those uh, fiery darts, and you you just, uh, uh, you know the old attitude starts to to, to uh, come out, and we're we're complaining and grumbling about how the other side is this that or the other. It's easy. It starts in the heart again. That 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 and and God says no. Do everything you do without grumbling, without murmuring, without complaining. And in that same verse is attitude number three. No disputing, without grumbling or disputing. That word disputing is especially, especially, 
especially practical uh, for for uh, what we see going on today. You know, we all have a platform. We have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have Twitter, uh, and 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 there are other ones out there. Uh, all of the, the proliferation of social media makes all of us. Uh, our own little, uh, we have our own little kingdom there. We have a platform, a soapbox, and we can kind of hide behind it because we're not seeing people face to face. And disputing goes on. We get this attitude of disputing that starts happening there. And the word in the Greek, listen to this, is dialogismos. Dialogismos. Doesn't it sound like dialogue, but it's dialogue with a negative uh, uh, connotation. It, it, it talks about inward reasoning and a opinion, a deliberating, a disputing. And and so uh, God says, do not have this kind of opinionated thing that leads you to disputing with others, to, to deliberating in, in a negative way with others. No disputing. And then 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 24 talks about not being quarrelsome. And it's and it's very similar to what uh, to what you see here in in Philippians chapter two verse fourteen disputing not quarrelsome not fighting not having that fighting attitude and and again it keeps coming out now on the positive side Second Timothy two twenty four tells us to be kind and that word there means to be mild to be gentle uh, Paul used it in First Thessalonians chapter two verse seven he says we were among you like a nursing mother. You know, when you get that picture in your mind of a mother that gently holds the the, the baby to the breast and they gently feed them, and there's that mildness, that gentleness, is that the kind of attitude that is inside of you? And I I don't want uh, the men to feel like this is not a a masculine thing. Uh, I hope you understand that God wants us to be mild-mannered in our attitude. 2 Timothy 2.24 goes on to say that we should be patient when wronged. That, that is the sixth attitude, an attitude of patience under fire, to hold up, to endure, to bear with when wronged. When somebody c- comes against you, do you do that? Uh, when you are uh, put under, the, under trial, uh, do you hold up with an attitude of patience with them? And following that in 2 Timothy 2.25 and in 1 Peter 3.15, we have the attitude of gentleness. It's also translated in some translations, meekness. That is a humility in our heart before God. It is not being weak. Meekness is not weakness, but it is power under control. Jesus was meek. Moses was meek. There was nothing. Um, uh, there was nothing uh, weak about either one of those men. There was great power there, but it was power under control. It was a gentleness. It was a meekness. Is that attitude there? You know, you could get on social media or somewhere else and rip somebody uh, up. You could tear them up. You could win the argument, so to speak, in your mind. Uh, you got the power. You've got the power. But do you use that power? Or is that power under control? And then finally, First Peter chapter three verse fifteen says we we uh, address people with reverence. That word there is a word that is translated the fear. Fear of God is what it's talking about, and it's and it is a, a general reverence for God. Do we have that attitude where we have a reverence for God in how we approach and deal with people? So our attitude is very very important in dealing with people. 
Out of our attitude comes our actions. I want to say that again. Out of our attitude comes our actions. As we started this podcast, everything begins in the heart. And out of heart, out of the heart flows everything of life. And so, uh, what's our heart like? This kind of attitude that we're talking about comes uh, with and from yielding to the Holy Spirit on a moment-by-moment, day-by-day, occasion-by-occasion basis. And, and I'll tell you, we all slip, we all fail, we all act in the flesh sometimes, but that means that we have to immediately repent, to turn, to acknowledge that we, that we blew it, and, and then turn back and yield and, and say, Holy Spirit, take control of my life, control my thoughts, control my attitude, control my motives, control my inner person so that it flows up out and it, and it flows into actions. And on the next podcast, we're going to talk about, as we're talking about how to engage outsiders, we're going to go beyond the attitude to what it produces. We're going to talk about the actions that God calls for. uh, How do we act toward outsiders? And I hope that you will come back and listen again. God help us. God help us as Christ followers to care about the way we engage outsiders, to care that we engage outsiders, non-believers, in a way that honors God. Well, until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.